Welcome to It's All Poop and Plastic with Seema. Uh, today's episode is about racism. And I don't mean systemic racism. It is the personal racism that um, we encounter that can't be legislated out uh, that uh, maybe can't even be educated out I don't know Um, so anyway to backtrack um, I uh, came to Canada in 1972 as I have mentioned in previous podcasts and I was I was raised here and and I have been friends with people from many different races And I, because I have the tendency to have one-on-one to socialize with people one-on-one as opposed to in group settings, uh, I think that there has been a very strong tendency in me to exaggerate for myself the connection that I've had to people. Um, you know, uh, of course, in romantic relationships, but um, even in my friendships, uh, because there was a certain level of intimate dialogue. You know, I I, uh, incorrectly uh, would assume a certain reciprocal uh, uh, value being placed onto myself. And I say this because... Uh, there have been incidences where maybe something really shitty happened to me um, and my friend would hear about it uh, and maybe be amused at you know uh, what had happened uh, but really not in any way outraged but another friend who has encountered some perhaps even minor affront um 
would cause a very severe reaction uh, from that same person. And of course, you can't have people care more about you than, than, than they either are capable of. Well, actually, I guess they are capable of it because they have expressed that feeling for another person. But, you, but of course, you, you cannot control how somebody values you. You know, because if they don't, they just don't. Um, you know, uh, uh, it's arguably you can just, you know, not deal with that person. And the more you you do deal with that person, the less they value you. You know, that that is also very true. So, I mean, there's there's a certain amount of training, I suppose that um, you have given them sort of permission to be uh, to, to value you less um, because it's acceptable but anyway that being said that's another rabbit hole I don't want to go down but um, this Caring more uh, for the for the sake that that person um, is of the same race is is I don't know for me personally weird um, you know I don't get it uh, mind you. I am regularly outraged. <laughs> so I, <have laughs> I am a person who is regularly outraged by the injustices of other people. And so, uh, you know, it takes nothing. I mean, uh, you could have... Um, purple or green people, whatever, living uh, millions of miles away. And uh, if I can, you know, if I just get a whiff of injustice, I start spazzing out. Uh, So, you know, but, but maybe uh, this is a feature of my not having grown up in a homogeneous situation, you know. Um, I've always been the outlier, you know. I mean, not always. The first five years of my life, I wasn't, Uh, you know, but so, but very, very close to the beginning of my life. Um, I've been the 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 person that there wasn't uh, a lot of around, and now uh, when I go um, 
to India or when I have been back it's been twice in um uh since 1972 um again I'm the outlier you know the the way that I move the way that I speak um it is so obvious it is so obvious that I am not uh, I'm not uh, it, I may look in some way indigenous, indigenously from there but um, everything else is, is sort of screaming uh, you know there's something very different about this person and of course there uh, you know I mean physically physically even um, I look different you know in my body like m- maybe not in my face but in my body um, you can you can tell when somebody has been um, sort of fattened up um, Asian style and fattened up North American style. Like there's there's a big difference, you know, uh, in how in how that happens and like where it hits your body and um, and you know and it you can see it uh, on the person. Uh, and so because of that experience maybe it has led me into not um really having that kind of herd mentality uh because where's my herd you know um there are so many there's so many different aspects that you know different connection points uh with different people but you know in the end it's it's not it's not a complete connection so so anyway that's sad um what is then the answer? Like, what then can be the answer to, you know, no longer wanting to, uh, be discounted, you know? Like literally, you know, being less than a hundred percent, somebody's friend, because you just really don't belong to their group. Um, you know, and is it? 
and yeah and what does that mean i have i have seen i've seen other people who have uh sort of done a a complete like an aversionary um reaction you know where they have uh really said you know i i don't like other fill in the blank you know um if they happen to be you know far east asian they they say they don't they don't like other far east asians or you know if they happen to be south asian they don't like other south asians or whatever fill in the blank um and there's sort of a you know a a putting on in a very deliberate way the culture that they want to become a part of um and i don't i don't know that i that i that i haven't sort of tried that maybe when i was young um you know not liking that either cuz it's 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 dissatisfying you know um uh, again unless you're completely adopted by the group you know it's really not worthwhile so yeah i don't i don't know that there's necessarily that many answers in that circumstance either uh and i don't want to hear any nonsense not that you're speaking to me except in my mind um <laughs> about how you know we should be colorblind because you know that i i've heard that recently from a friend of mine who said oh you know we should all be colorblind you know and this is the same guy who even though i went from one western country to visit him in another western country you know uh he and his partner chose to dress up in indian outfits to have lunch with me even though i'm wearing western clothing it was bananas you know and so bizarre to see <laughs> you know to see two white people dressed you know as uh south asians um walking with a south asian who's dressed in jeans and a t-shirt to go to a restaurant in Paris like a whatever anyway it was weird um but you know obviously there was very much an understanding of my race and my background otherwise this performance would not have occurred right anyway so i'm not talking about color blindness 
but there has to be some soft place some soft place for others and i and i know that there are others like me some soft place for us to land and sit in and you know take a little breath in our incomplete relationships in our incom- incomplete friendships so where is that place it certainly is not uh it certainly is not in uh religion uh i have found that out very much the hard way um from people who were raised as christians as opposed to people who you know became uh born again in their adult life so there's just a lot of you know the same kind of uh discounted relationship there um perhaps in uh, situations where one joins a group as an adult uh let's say the military or something like that uh, but you know but of course there are also you know people who come from other military families um the same thing can be said for cloisters and monasteries um where there are people who you know are sort of seen as lucky lose and other people who whose whole family um you know has sent one person each generation so maybe it's not there either so where is this soft place to have a 100% friendship if it's possible it may not be possible for one such as myself hmm I mean is the answer to care less? Uh the answer is certainly not to get upset. Cuz I've done that, been there, done that. Um where is it? Where is it? Where can one find it? There was a point when I was involved very heavily into 
a bhakti yogi situation um, where if you if you haven't heard of it before you sort of uh, take this uh, understanding of the divine uh, and you cast it to an external a person or thing or concept and I did this with a stuffed animal because I because it was safe because it was soft and cute and uh, really the way in which I related to Leo who's a lion a stuffed lion from uh, China brought to me by my cousin who was um, living in Texas so I think she got it at a Walmart in Texas and brought it to me uh, when we met in New York and uh, of course the line is from yeah so the line is from China and um, yeah and then Leo and I traveled pretty much the world together (laughs) for a little while and it was nice it was nice to externalize I mean I didn't I didn't worship Leo but I uh, but I did externalize my affection like uh, I was able to externalize love uh, in 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 um, in an object outside of myself um, that didn't make me feel less than a hundred percent you know and some people I mean oh you know very fortunately uh, you know find of course um, a relationship or a love partner or uh, you know a friendship that gives them that thing but um, it it did not happen in my life but uh, for that moment you know uh, or for 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 those years or whatever it was very comforting I don't know that I'm capable of doing that again um, with anything but it was it was for me um, a very liberating very comforting um, feeling anyway something you know some thoughts to chew on uh, today's episode 
is brought to you by hope. Uh, you know, we saw uh, earlier that um, the Americans had passed their uh, COVID relief bill. And for me, I, f- I found that very exciting and I was very pleased by it. And I was hopeful for hope. You know, I was hopeful for hope. And, you know, it's a a feeling that I would like to hang on to. And that I would like to impart to you through this episode, maybe. Till next time.